Hi there, this is Dan Delta Collins. You're listening to Wandering DMs. Wandering DMs is broadcast live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash wanderingdms and also youtube.com slash wanderingdms. We hope you enjoy the show. Come on, we're there. Hi, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Wandering DMs. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. And on this very well-prepared episode of Wandering DMs, we're going to be doing a new design dash uh, project. We've done a couple of design dashes in the past in the past, where we make a whole uh, dungeon adventure live in one hour on the air. And today, we're going to do the same thing, except in the wilderness for the very first time. Completely unexplored territory, Paul. We're marching off yep. into... The boonies, and we don't know where we're going to come out. <laughs> it just sounds like the setup here. Uh, yeah, we're definitely scrambling there to get uh, get everything in place for this. Um, so, uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, this actually, well, what I have here is a map that I've been wanting to stock for a while now. I think it's going to be really fun to do because it's pretty different from the stuff we've done so far. It is another Dyson map. I know we've gotten some flack in the past for overly relying on Dyson. Sorry, everyone. You get another Dyson map, but uh, maybe in the future we'll uh, we'll try to find uh, other maps to use. But uh, let me let me put that up on screen so we can talk about it. Uh, here we go. Okay. So for the sake of those listening in on the podcast, I'm going to describe it a little bit. Uh, this is a wilderness map. Uh, just, uh, there are eight keyed areas. Um, it kind of depicts um, this uh, group of mountains in the northeast. Uh, you've got a trail coming down from the mountains. That's area number one. Trail comes down, uh, forks at the base of the mountains. Um, to the southeast is, I don't know, what is that, Dan? Maybe either either fields, either like like farmed fields or maybe a ruins, maybe? Uh, yeah, could as, be as area either. number three. Trail yeah, area number three looks like west. ruins to me, yeah. Yeah, ruins, could be ruins. Trail proceeds to the west through through a little a little forest and up to some kind of keep. Uh, that's area number two is the keep. Um, from the keep, the trail proceeds south across a bridge over a little river along the banks of a lake, and the lake is dead center in the middle of the map here. Um, where the trail comes next to the lake at uh, area number four appears to be some kind of standing stone of something or some kind of monument oh, or yep. marker. Yep, yep. Uh, trail then proceeds and forks, uh, goes to the, um, east, kind of towards the middle, just south of the lake, where you have what is clearly a farm, right? There's a, there's a, how mm -hmm. a building and looks like some plowed fields. That's area five. Uh, the other side of the fork goes towards the southwest, uh, down towards the corner of the map where it kind of travels through some interesting looking rock formations, I think. <laughs> Some yep. kind of rocky Maybe hills, some badlands, or something. Then, yep. Yeah, and then goes off goes off the map that way. In the south um, southeast corner, bottom right corner of the map, uh, there's a the river comes off the lake, heads towards the uh, southeast. So there's the trail is nowhere near these areas. Um, yeah. At number eight, uh, just at the top of some cliffs, it looks like again there's another ruin or old uh, some kind of dwelling or building or something. Doesn't, it does not look like it is in good shape to me, Dan. What do you what do you think? I totally agree. That's 
either ruined or just a hill or something. That's that, that's clearly yeah. some kind of ruined building, yeah. Yeah, some kind of ruined building. It's right on the edge of a cliff, so then the river falls down off of a little falls, pools at a small pond in front of a cave entrance into the side of the cliff there at area number seven. And then the river proceeds yeah. all south off the off the map. So there you go. Interesting. I guess and now that I'm zooming in on the map, I notice there are some other interesting little odd features. Um, I guess just south of the keep, there's another little falls, it looks like, before the river enters the main lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it right. also looks like just north of the trail there, there is maybe a giant pumpkin. Am I, am I reading the map there right, Dan? Do you see a giant pumpkin? <laughs> Uh, you know, now I, now I'm not going to be able to unsee that, I guess. I don't know what else that would be. Yeah. What is that? I'm going to, I'm going to say it's a giant pumpkin. <laughs> I, should, I wish it's, I, I wish I had numbered. I should have put a number there somewhere between, uh, so, so Dyson doesn't number his maps. Uh, so oh, I, right, I right, 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 right. And okay. only now in retrospect, I'm looking at it going, damn, I should have put a number there. Maybe it's tied to number three or number four in some way. We'll figure it out. Two A or three A's. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. So another so another thing, Dan, you and I were talking about. Oh, I guess you, you wanted uh, the first thing you wanted to establish is what level is this for, right? Correct. I feel like that's like what kind of PCs are you throwing through this? So I think you know. Let me just uh, comment a little bit on the uh, the 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 style. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess for the podcasters. Yeah. So this is not sure. like a hex map, uh, like some of our adventures are on. So this is um, uh, kind of two and a half D uh, style. What am I trying to say? Mm -hmm. Isometric type style, right? So you're seeing yep. it as if maybe an actual person in game had had drawn this from a high peak or something like that. So doesn't have a scale on it. I guess we're free to make that make up whatever we want. Doesn't have spaces on it. Um, so kind of an interesting kind of na graphically narrative style to the to Dyson's map there. Cool. Yeah, I feel okay. So uh, right. So my I, I like to pick the 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 targeted level for this particular area first. And I think classically you would want wilderness areas to be at least fourth level, if not higher than that. Um, I mean, that's that's the BX split right there, right? Like, you don't get to yeah. see the wilderness yeah. until level four uh, in the expert book. So I'm totally down for that. I might even push it a little higher, maybe maybe like six, mm -hmm. seven, something like not yeah. quite super high level, but but mid mid high level, mid upper mid level. Yeah, let's think. go six. I would say. Yeah, let's go six. six. You know, plus or minus. Yeah, sure. Let's so say five to seven. Six. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> great. Great. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. So um, the other thing, normally, if you've watched the past Dungeon Design Delves before, um, Dungeon Design Dash, ooh, get, get, my, get my Ds right. Um, usually <laughs> what we do is we start with uh, Matt Finch's uh, Adventure Design Desk Book, and we, we use his uh, location table to generate a title. But I don't think that fits um, for, for an mm -hmm. Overland, because it, it really those, those titles tend to focus in on, like, the dungeon of, or the island of, or the you know mansion of, and I don't think we have that. We have a lot of locations here. Correct. Um, so my recommendation to Dan was that rather we skip ahead to volume two, and we start by simply specking out what is the main horrible monster in this area. What is the biggest threat? You down with that, Dan? I am. I think that's a good idea. 
All right, so I'm going to ask you to do some rolling here, and I got the I got the tables open in front of me. So go ahead and hit me got with my dice. percentile, and we're going to jump to the major monster category, our, our, our primary threat to this interesting locale. Yep. Very good. Um, how about three? Three is some kind of beast. Beast. Why don't you give me a second roll just to see if that's more exciting? But beast is good. I don't know. Beast is. Beast is fine. How about how about, how about eighty three? That gives us a plant. A you plant know, I, I. Yeah, you know, it's wilderness. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. pursue the plant. I, you know what? I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about the uh, like the Maxis Sim Earth uh, game that I use sometimes, whereby if you're really, really lucky, you might get a civilization of carniferns, of carnivorous, intelligent plants. Very, very rarely. Okay, great, great. So I'm going to jump to the basic form of plant monster. Uh, give me a percentile roll. Twenty-three. Apparently, the, my digits always end in three. Coral-type growth. No part of the plant moves, but it delivers a poisonous or transformational substance into its near vicinity. Delivery mechanisms include spores, smells, spiked sea pods on the ground, blown leaves, and gases. The result of falling prey into these substances include turning into a similar plant, turning into a plant creature controlled by the plant, turning into a seed carrier for the plant, or just dying to great fertilizer. Some type of coral type growth. That's interesting. My only problem is coral makes me think that it's like offshore, and we clearly yeah, are not yeah. on the seacoast here. So maybe I'm going to try a uh -huh. second one there. That okay, sure. What would? And I have no idea what's on this table. I have not seen this table. How about thirty-seven? What would that be? It gives us hanging moss. The plant is mobile. In addition oh. to fighting with mobile limbs, it has augmented attacks from this other table. So this guy's giving us several different. Some kind of hanging moss, and it's giving us a whole bunch of other subtables to roll on. I kind of like that. I feel like that could be in the woods or the cave or the right. keep or a bunch of different places. So, so the first thing it wants is to define the mobility. So give me another percentile roll. We'll see. How does it move? Uh, I got 53. Uh, rippling movements like a snail or slug. So yeah. it slithers and crawls yeah. across the ground. Excellent. Um, it has an augmented attack table 261. So give me another percentile roll. We're going to see its weird augmented attack. 78. The plant's motile limbs stun a victim for short periods of time when they hit. A saving throw might or might not be applied. If the limbs cause clubbing-type damage, the stunning is simply caused by the force of the blow. If the limb causes cutting or piercing damage, then the stunning is caused by weak poison and the creature's sap. Yeah. So it has some kind of stunning stunning effect. Um, I, I mean, I think it's, it's it, since it's creepy, crawling vines, I'm thinking it's got thorns that ooze some kind of venom that scrapes across you and stuns you. Maybe, like perhaps, in some of the ruins, we will see them choked with vines and uh, kind of a Sleeping Beauty-esque creatures or people trapped oh, in a kind of, uh, you know, uh, suspended animation state. That's really good. Vines living off of the like former inhabitants. I like that a lot. Exciting, exciting. Uh, 
Oh my gosh, Stephen Wendell, thank you so much. Uh, um, is, is this a comment to our current discussion or is this dated? I'm not sure, but he just posted pumpkin exclamation point. Three, three, three minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> creeping vines emitting off of the pumpkin, obviously, right? <laughs> obviously. <laughs> is creeping pumpkin vines that are slowly <laughs> taking over the countryside. That's, oh uh, that's creepy. Yeah, that's that's it. literally creepy, right? <laughs> good one, good one, good one, Stephen. That's good. Should we? Uh, does that does that monster table have like like intelligence or motivation? So should we go back to? No. Uh, Do you want to jump to the villain's plan, plan table? Yeah, let's go to the villain's plan right. table. So obviously we have okay. an intelligent alien, creepy yeah. pumpkin moss thing going on. Um, awesome. Give me a percentile roll. Let's see what its what its plan is. Oh, you you have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got forty one. Its plan is economic power. That seems a little odd for a creeping plant growth. Give me a second one. Let's just see. What <laughs> you know, one. you know, okay. economic power. Let me just riff a little bit. It's it's trying yeah. to it's trying to take over the economy with. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a, a new valuation that it calls a, a, a creepy coin. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another right, roll. Give is, me another roll. That is not a big hit. Okay. Uh, not, that's not, why we workshop this. 71. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 71 gives us increased personal capability. The villain is trying to increase its inherent personal power. Uh -huh. This might include gaining levels of experience, useful information, magic items, etc. Um, increased I mean, personal I think capability. Yeah, I mean, I think like possibly I, in in some cases it it possesses the the people that it that it stuns, so they become its its uh, its agents. Great, great. Um, we're at level drain. Some it could be a level draining creepy alien moss. Love, excellent. It drains. Oh, you're throwing me. Um, I like the idea that maybe it's not just putting them into suspended animation, but actually taking them over, right? Maybe, maybe their yeah. eyes, their 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 irises turn orange as they're taken over oh. by the uh, <laughs> by the pumpkin. Um, I'm going to. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna riff on a title here, Dan. I'm coming up with. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 wait. I haven't flipped this over. How about uh, Creeping Doom of the Pumpkin King? Ooh. She Creeping Doom of the Pumpkin that's, King. That's great. Did you just come <laughs> up with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know what? I really like that. <laughs> Excellent. That's great. Okay, that's great. We had, we had one other idea that we tossed out before we started this, and I know we're we're now chewing it. We're like two. We're a third done. We're already a third done, Dan. Um, yeah, uh, there are eight locations on the table. I want you to just roll me a d8, and we're gonna say there's a big. We 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 note that we are terrible at putting treasure in in our in our design dashes. So uh -huh. roll me a d8. Yep. That's gonna be the location of a big ass treasure. Okay, I got five. Now I rolled five. Five. 
that's awesome because that's the farm, which is really fascinating. It's not a place where I would inherently put a big ass treasure, but I'm actually really excited about that. I I I'm, right I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna I'm yeah. I'm gonna yeah. take a stab at. I suggest seven. I feel like seven is it's the creepy cave. There's no trail going there. It'll be difficult. I mean, maybe I'm a hard DM, but I feel like the hardest mm -hmm. place, the, the most challenging place to be would be to put it in seven. And you got to find some okay. kind of clue about where that cave is. Um, okay, since we're notoriously bad at putting treasure in our in our dungeons, Dan, I'm going to say, how about both? Great. I want a big treasure at five and a big one at seven. Okay, great. You got it. <laughs> Uh, awesome awesome we're gonna have to like we, i feel like like the theme here is that we're gonna end up having to run this thing for uh uh for for halloween yeah maybe we'll do a special uh, yeah, halloween totally. so where we, where we run this thing okay great great um okay so um how do you want to start you got a location you want to jump right into we should uh, detail these treasures. We should detail yeah, these special okay. treasures so we know what works, what should be defending them and stuff like that. Um, um, and we should also well, okay. place the pumpkin but, king, would be my my other argument. Yeah, I agree. Do you, do you want to pick? Do you want to pick the the? I guess we've discussed this in the past. Do you want to pick like the half dozen or so prominent monsters that show up on the wandering table, or do you want to pick that later? I usually like wandering monsters at the end, but I'm I'm happy to be okay. convinced otherwise. If you feel like, like usually usually I we don't have like a good end. feel for the different kinds of monsters until we're close to the end. Um, but prominent monsters, obviously, the Pumpkin King's got to got to be here, right? I'm not sure if the right. Pumpkin King is the entity, the consciousness itself, or is there an actual king who's been taken over by this the the creepy pumpkin, sentient pumpkin thing. I think I like that latter bit because then people yeah. come into this adventure thinking that the king is the main boss, and then it then plot twist, it's actually not. Right. Okay. So here's here's a uh, here's my proposal for you: the pumpkin king, or the, the the king who's been taken over by the pumpkin sentience, is at number two, obviously the castle. But the actual like pumpkin pumpkin sentience that's that the origin yeah. of this creeping vine is at number five, right? It's at the farm. Okay. So that okay. is like the, the, the originally was a pumpkin patch at number five and it slowly spread across the lands and, okay. and pushed its influence. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I might be, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be obsessed with number seven. So I guess I might've gone number seven, but like maybe that, maybe the pool there is uh, collecting magical energy in some way that it spawned out of that. Grew to number I, five I mean, and then took over number two. See, Number seven seems so remote to me. It feels like it, like like it's an interesting place for sure, but I guess I don't yeah. feel like it's part of the the creeping. Like, are you imagining like vines coming up out of the cave across the top of the cliff or something? And then I'm I'm trying to imagine the spread of this vine that's kind of taken over the lands. Um, they they it, it captured some people. It captured some people or non humans, and they walked over to number five, and then collapsed and spread the vines that were in them. Hmm. So what's at five then? What's your, so far we know there's a big that's treasure the, there. And it, 
and it looks like a friendly yeah. it's like the one nice looking location on the map which is also why i kind of like inverting it and being like no it's horrible but totally totally <laughs> but, like that's the first thing they took over they took over that and now from that location they're growing the vines in the, the rich soil and they're grabbing more people and it's spreading out from number five okay i'm gonna i feel like it's uh it's time to start start writing some stuff here mm -hmm. um uh <laughs> Uh, what I need to do is jump past the first page. There we go. And um, what I'm going to say is number five is um, so number five is the farm, right? So so maybe there's a right. farmer here, right? There's a there's a farmer uh, taken over by what, what can we name this pumpkin sentience thing? Do you just is is that actually the pumpkin king or is the is that confusing to have like the local lord who's the pumpkin king that's what i'm trying to get at who's the pumpkin king is the pumpkin king the sentience or is the pumpkin king the puppet i think the pumpkin king is the puppet and we have another we okay. have another background villain beyond that anybody in the chat got a name for the for the for the actual monster it's the i don't know okay placeholder in there while we think about that uh so there's a farmer or or farmer and family tending to pumpkin patch and like they got like maybe the the, the seeds for their for their thriving pumpkin patch was given to them by some strange um yes. subterranean creatures from number seven yeah, totally. That's great. Uh, I think pumpkin patch is given to them by what, what are they, Dan? What's at number seven? What kind of intelligent under, subterranean things do we have down there? I think that's our I think that's our alien moss, right? Right. Yeah. So what I guess how did Okay, so in my head I thought that there was something living in that cave that the moss took over first that it then used to deliver I thought that's what you were saying was that they like there was like some dwarves or some gnomes or something that lived under there and they got taken over by the by the moss and then they came up above ground and helped spread the pumpkin to the surface folk, no? Is that not what you're thinking? Uh, uh, could be, could be. I was thinking more like okay. like travelers. So I was thinking like moss has taken over the caves, and then like some goblins come out of the woods and get taken over, or something like that. But we could, we hmm. could, we okay. could make it. We could make the, the, things. The way I was trying to spin it here. <laughs> the way yeah. I was trying to spin it here is that number five has this farm family, right, who's tending to the pumpkins, and mm -hmm. that's like like that seems like the origin of the pumpkins and that maybe there's a chance here for players to either attack or to negotiate, right? Like they could come and talk to the farmer and the farmer would be like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm, I have this wonderful pumpkin patch. It's, it's, the, it's the best. Uh, and they could maybe convince the farmer to tell them how they came about to have such wonderful pumpkins. And they say, Oh yeah, of course. Well, I, I got some seeds from something. 
Yeah, that's good. And actually, that could be the clue that would actually clue them into that they need to go to number seven, possibly. Right. So yep. did the farmer, the farmer himself go to number seven or somebody came from the hills? What do you, uh, what's your, what's your gut say on that? I don't know. I mean, it depends on what you want I mean, to find at seven, right? Is, is there sentient yeah. things down there or is it just moss? Uh, it, it, it pr probably there's, there's some things that it's taken and brought into the cave is what I was thinking. So yeah, there'll be some, mm -hmm. there'll be some servants that are in, that are enslaved to it in seven. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you want the farmer at five to be actually like possessed? Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. 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 I'd be disappointed otherwise. <laughs> The, William suggests the creeping jack. The creeping oh, jack? Yeah, okay. Crazy. Taking over the creeping jack, tending to a thriving pumpkin patch. Interesting. Uh, I'm just going to say the seeds are given to them by uh, strangers from the hills to the south. Strangers. Nice. Came from the yeah. south. We can we can fill that in more later if we want. Okay. Great. Cool. Um, seven is a moss-choked cavern wherein lives the pumpkin king. Yeah. Thought the pumpkin king was in two. I thought that was the. Oh, I'm sorry. No, wherein lives not the Pumpkin King, but uh, the Creeping Jack. Yeah. Yes. The source of the Creeping Jack guarded a variety of servants. What's this glorious treasure? We so we, okay. We've we've filled five and seven, and we've put treasure in neither. That's Great. that's how we rolled. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to right. So I'm going to uh, some tables that I've developed, um, and I'm looking at stuff that's appropriate for uh, possibly six level here. So uh, Paul, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to specify the supposedly interesting treasures at both these places. Um, mm -hmm. So at five, could you roll me a d10? Yep. I got a six. Okay, so that indicates. It indicates gems is what I have here. Um, could you roll uh, another D10? Seven. Okay. So that's suggesting something like 350 gems that are worth 100 silver pieces. So we can, we can modify that, right? Is this mm -hmm. like extravagantly wonderful pumpkins in the field? Is that what it is? Like, like several hundred amazing amazing pumpkins growing in the field that you could sell for like a hundred silver each. I mean, you know, where my mind first went was that it was the seeds themselves are in fact gems, but maybe crack yeah, open great. the pumpkins inside their seeds are, are glittering gemstones. Nailed it. Do that. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Say 
the seeds inside the overly large pumpkins are valuable are glittering <laughs> valuable gemstones. Okay. How about number seven? What do we got at number seven? Great. Okay, so I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you roll twice here for that. Uh, roll a d10. Probably. I got a two. Okay, so that's that's that's. I see electrum. Roll again. And I got a one. Reroll that because that's the same thing on this this table. Well, I got another two. Let's see, my my dice insist that it be electrum. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna roll something else here. Okay, I got a I got a six, which is more gems there. So roll, you say electrum. Roll a d10. I got a four. Okay, that I should be really four thousand electrum pieces. Hit slightly <laughs> over to the four. Uh, That's four thousand electrum pieces, and we could roll another. We could roll another d10 for the gems there. I got a nine. Okay, so that'd be like 450 gems worth uh, 100 silver each. So it's a big pile of electrum pieces and gems. So we can, we can mod, so I mean, I feel like the gems could be more seeds, right? Yeah, yeah. So they've, they've actually extracted the seeds from, from some of the seed pods that they're growing. What could we modify the electrum value into that's, that's interesting? Um, can't explain it but my but i was originally uh for some reason uh, the thought struck me that the servants are are uh wield electrum weapons are wearing electrum armor it's a weird metal to be Great. covered in but <laughs> I, I don't you know, know I like why. That. you know i was well you know i was i was playing pool of radiance thursday and i was like i haven't seen any silver weapons yet and that's yeah. kind of an interesting twist on that actually so why not I mean, Electrum is like a silver gold alloy, right? So why not? Paint a uh, possibly casks, possibly casks of quality cider is what I'm hearing from William. Casks of quality cider, pumpkin cider, pumpkin beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm going to think about that. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. Now we 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 know as as metallurgists, as amateur metallurgists, we know that the the weapons and the armor are just covered with a a sheeting of of the the gold and silver alloy. It's not it's not pure. I mean, that would be ridiculous. What kind of what kind of a game are we playing? You can't you can't literally forge a sword out of electrum. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it's just—it's it's just covered with it. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We now, spent too much the time. The other thing, Let's Paul. On. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a, one other part of this treasure that we were going to add. There was we're going to add a fabulous throne of of some artifact level interest. There, right? I mean, the throne of the Pumpkin King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got all about the throne. Yeah. Dan has a table of thrones yeah. he really wants to roll on. So let's do it. Yes, I do. 
Okay, and this is out of Matt Finch's uh, Tome of Adventure design, and I, we thought I thought that that would make an interesting, uh, uh, possibly dangerous artifact thing that's going to inspire for us right now. I'm, so, I'm going to be hard pressed to say that this is anything but area number two. Go on. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. I mean, Pumpkin so, King's got to uh, sit on a throne. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna roll percentile dice three times here, and the first one is you're gonna get the unusual structural detail, and then the next two things will be the name. All right, eighty-three. That's my first roll. Eighty-three. It's way down here. Okay, so the interesting structural detail is that the the throne appears to be held in place with all manner of safeguards, such as welding, tying bolts, cable chains, etc. I think that that should be twisted into it's tied. It's 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 uh, held down by a whole bunch of vines growing out yeah. of the floor I mean, of the keep. Yeah, probably like the whole interior of the room is covered in vines and they turn and they mm -hmm. intertwine and they coalesce into this massive throne. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. yes. All right. Oh, great. Nice. Great. Yep. Awesome. Jeez. Okay, that's great. Uh, and then you're going to roll, and maybe we'll change this, uh, going to roll for uh, name part one. 77. The Sorrowful Throne. The Sorrowful Throne. Sorrowful. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Right? And the second and part. part. Part two, I got a two. Of changes. The Sorrowful Throne of Changes. In King resides. Courtroom covered in twisting lines that coalesce into into the sorrowful throne of changes. Sorrowful throne changes. That was that what you said? Yeah. That is fascinating. Yep. Okay. Uh, we we're have a suggestion from the chat that the uh, Pumpkin King holds the harvest staff made of hardwood vines twisted together topped by a corn cob shaped glowing gem. Wow. Okay. We're stealing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Something about changing of the seasons. Oh, geez. That's interesting. Should it have a weather control power? Uh, so I'm copying this uh, form of uh, hardened, twisted vines, corn, cob. Glowing gem. That is interesting. Um, remind me. I'm going to jump real back real quick here. What did we end up with? Is the actual uh, where did we land on the the uh, goals of the uh, villain? What was the villain's plan result? It was trying to expand its power by. We decided taking over, possessing 
people in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I want the, the pumpkin king to have like crazy demands, right? So the harvest staff maintains a climate of permanent fall. Like the harvest, the, the pumpkin king demands a permanent, oh. uh, a, a permanent <laughs> harvest of uh, the the forever harvest, oh. and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of crazy demands the pumpkin. I feel like the pumpkin king should be making crazy demands of anyone who and dares enter his uh, his palace. Great, absolutely, absolutely. Um, just to, maybe just demands that uh, that the that anyone uh, help spread the uh, the 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 seeds of the of the bountiful pumpkin uh, the pump, bountiful pumpkin plants. To great. ensure a, a, a forever harvest for for all the world. That's great. That's great. Um, and are this uh, does does he actually give people seeds that are gems as a sample? Yeah. Why not? Great. Great. He should yeah. he should give like he course, should give the visitors like of course, one pumpkin and say open it up. Right. Right. Well, and and I mean. Well, and and probably should invite them to their their you know um, their great harvest feast where they're served various pumpkin dishes and expected to eat them. Obviously, great. so that the pumpkin, so that the 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 uh, creeping jack can can take over more victims. Great, 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 great. Yes, <laughs> definitely do that. The cursed feast. <laughs> That's excellent. Okay, so great. He demands all who enter spread the pumpkin seeds across the lands to propagate the forever harvest. And they're invited to join in the, what did you call it? The creeping? Creeping Jack? Um, is that what we're going for? No, no, no. What's the name of the feast? They're invited to join. I said cursed feast is what I said. The cursed feast. Seeds of the pumpkin. Um, Maybe that's the name. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Do you see what Stephen just wrote? That needs to be in there. <laughs> the pumpkin king only serves a one-year term. Then he is sacrificed in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be in there. I love that. <laughs> That and that's why it's a sorrowful well, throne of changes. Yeah. Um, sorry. Wow. I'm trying to, to write out some text here about how they're invited to join the cursed feast, partake of various pumpkin delicacies that will ensure their fealty to the pumpkin king. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm gonna just I'm just just dumping more text in here. We'll we'll tune this later. But something about the pumpkin king's reign lasts but a year, after which. <laughs> He is sacrificed. What did he say? Sacrificed in the fall. It's sacrificed. Oh my god. Well, this now this is getting a little Goblin King-ish or Goblin Tower-ish. Right? This is a little, but like kind of like probably the PCs should arrive just as the term is ending and they're about to have the Cursed Feast 
where literally they're going to decapitate the king and serve his head as as part of the feast and declare the new king. Holy shit. It might be one of the That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> I bought it. That's pretty incredible, actually. Serve to the new king. Great. Okay. All right. We'll, 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 there's a lot of thoughts that need to make it into that text. So that text is going to need a lot of editing, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have like 15 minutes left in and still one, two, three, four, five locations to fill out. I think we should go around and plant some randomy monsters and we can, we can riff on that later if we need to, but I think we should throw in some other okay. monstery type things. Should every place have a monster or every place you've numbered, or should we go around and roll a D six to. We should, we, I think we should randomly populate. I'm just not sure that any of them should be empty. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe some of them be empty and just be moody or whatever. Yeah. I'm now really enjoying yeah. the idea that this giant pumpkin is on the map between one and two, but is not numbered. Like maybe there's some foreshadowing of like you come through this forest and you see these great these giant pumpkin fields and big ass pumpkins, but you know it's no encounter there. It's just I agree, big pumpkins. It's fine, big pumpkins. I agree with that. Great. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, I'm going to leave the map up here and not the text, which I've already accidentally done. But there you go. Uh, I've got a lot of text here for areas two, five, and seven. So give me what's in area number one. Great. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a we're gonna put a monster in every place, or do you want to possibly have some tricks instead? Or I, I want to roll. I want I, let's roll for each location. Great. Uh, how about you roll a d six and sure. Yep. Area number one. I got a six. Great. Oh shit. Okay. On a, on a six. That's that's rough. Yeah. Uh, roll a roll a d twenty. Twenty. I got an eleven. How about a Gorgon? How about a petrifying Gorgon. metal bowl Gorgon? Yeah. A, 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 a Gorgon? Now Gord it is, sure. Gun? Yep. <laughs> now it's a Gorgon. Great. Here we go. Here we go with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I may be I may be stealing here a bit from this uh, uh, permanent camper uh, posted in chat. This time of year, the gourd goblins start sprouting up everywhere. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, totally. It's great. Okay, so there's a gourd. So what, number one, any any treasure? What's, what's the? Uh, well, we'll maybe we'll figure that out later. Okay. Um, okay. And just throw it on the monsters for now. So what's the what's the riff on its breath? What what is different about a gorgon compared to a gorgon? I don't know. Um... So it's been eating it's been eating the pumpkins, right? Yeah. So it's got pumpkin yep. tainted breath, uh, mm -hmm. and instead of turning people into stone, it turns it turn it it turns them into plants. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's got, it's got pumpkin spice breath. <laughs> oh, well, oh, you know wait. what? Okay, it it turns them into a pillar of spice. 
Wait, permanent camper, uh, you're my favorite. Uh, <laughs> suggesting instead of stone, it turns you turn into a pile of leaves. Oh, just like a like a bunch of fall leaves, just <laughs> or okay. dead dead okay. pine needles, or I mean, spice is not bad. Like a bunch of dried spice, <laughs> big pile of yeah, to yeah, a pile of yeah. Dried I think spice. that's right. Yeah, I, right. A cinnamon. Thank you, permanent cast. Cinnamon cloud breath attack. Thank you. That's exactly it. <laughs> Great. You know, I read these classic modules that have these kinds of punny monsters. Like, how the fuck did they get to this point <laughs> where they were poor, poor? What what brought them to this sad state of affairs? And I'm like, oh, well, here I am. Great. And you know what? I'm all for it. I'm 100% on this right now. Okay. Number three. <laughs> number th Area number three. Uh, we're we're, roll we're D6. running out of time. Yeah. Right. I got a six again. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I'm punishing my players. Roll another D20. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got a four. Okay, how about a chimera? Do you feel good about a chimera? Sure, okay, what so number three giant, is old ruin. Monsters? Number, number, area number three is, is, a, is a ruin, right? Right, um, right. Uh, what's, uh, what's the main deal with a chimera? Right, it's like three parts uh, it's, or something. It's th three, it's a yeah, it's three heads: a goat, a lion, a dragon. It normally breathes fire. It's got wings. Cool. So I'm imagining there's an old ruin. Uh, the creeping vines uh, maybe start to get dried out and burnt up as you get closer to the center of the ruin, where there is uh, a chimera who's basically fighting off the vines for its home. Oh, oh, great. Okay, yeah, I like that. Clever. Uh, so. So I'm going to write ancient ruin uh, where creeping jack off. I mean, that could have been, I might go not ancient, but maybe that was a recent farm that the thing took over and burnt up. And until recently, they were growing more pumpkins there. Great. Ruined farm where the creeping jack is being held off by the burning breath of a chimera. Great. Okay, number four. Give me, give me a D six, and then yeah, I got a six again. <laughs> Holy shit! Gotta be Roll a D twenty. We're going. We're maxing out. We're going top end monsters here for okay, virtual well, I got D &D. Another four. I got another four, which feels bogus. You want okay. me to roll that again? Yeah, roll it again. Oh, same thing. Okay, I got a nine the second time. Now that would be that would be a, a, a giant like like a that would be some kind of giant actually. I mean that we we just talked about giants last last week. Right. We need to include giants, of course. So I feel like <clears throat> look at the map again. There's definitely something there, some kind of weird stone looking something. Um, I mean now it could be. Uh, it doesn't really look like it in the map, but it could be the the stalk of a giant pumpkin plant leading up into the clouds. I, you know, uh, that's that. <laughs> fuck, that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. It's a it's a stalk of a giant pumpkin that goes up to a cloud where there's a cloud giant. Pumpkin reaches up into the clouds. Jeez, that's really good.
stalk of a giant pumpkin reaches up into the gardens of a cloud giant. And there's there's two Clyde Giants. They're a, they're a married couple. Pair of cloud giants. Yeah, great. Maybe they're uh, we can figure out what's going on with them. I'm kind of curious if they're like those. This is our nice pumpkin, or if they're like oh this this horrible uh, invasive species is coming up from the surface and ruining our garden, our nice garden. We're always trying to cut it back. I have that same dilemma. Yeah, great. Let's leave it open to the DM to interpret. That's what I would say. I like that. Number six. Ten minutes to go here, Dan. Two areas left. We can, we can, we can do this. Okay. Cloud giant hell. I get a one on the D six this time. Okay. Finally, something different. All right. Roll, roll a D ten. Okay. Uh, there's my D ten. I got an eight. Okay, now I, on my on my table I have human warriors. Um, okay, six human warriors. So we could, I mean, if that's not interesting enough, we could re-roll. Um, I don't know. I kind of like like some normal people. There's some normal. Yep. yep. Um, some like nomads camped out. Nomads camped out in the rocky terrain here. This is our this is our weird rocky area in the south west yep. corner. Great. Possessed, not possessed. I don't know. I hmm. how do they like they're why are they camped here? Are they about to enter this valley? Are they um are they about to uh are they avoiding it? Are they defending from something further south? Maybe there's some kind of opponent further south that the, they're possessed and trying to fend off. Oh, oh, you mean because they are because they are infested by the creeping jack and they're trying to trying to fend off. Yeah. Uh, what if there are two camps of warring nomads here? One that's infested and one that's not. Oh, well, that's it then. Great. Two warring camps of nomads reside in the rocky terrain. One has been infested by the seeks to um So while Paul's typing, um I think I think we've got the seats coming out of area seven now to answer a question in chat. Correct. Correct. Okay. And area number eight is our ruin atop the cliffs, the yeah. falls of which fall right into the pool before area number seven, which is our cave where the seeds come from. So what's in area number eight? I think I'm talking about uh, D6. I got you tell me. Five. Yes, please. Five. Okay, so that's level five. Roll a D12. Some kind of horrible monster. Eleven. Great. That would be trolls, which I kind of like. Um, okay, so this I feel like is is an older ruin then, like a. Yes, I agree with that. Um, maybe an old ruined tower, inhabited now by 
uh, trolls who are probably also infested by Creeping Jack. Yes, absolutely. Yes, right. No, right. That many trolls. Great. Uh, any effect? Yes, this, this, the, the, I feel like uh, viney living stuff like that maybe uh, helps them resist fire a little more than they normally would. I agree with that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Kind of shambling, kind of halfway to shambling mound status. Yeah. Yeah, wet. And, and they're by the river, right? So they've yep. got, maybe they've got vines actually trailing into the river there that's pumping them full of, keeping them hydrated. Yeah. So all Rune Tower inhabited now by four trolls infested with creeping jack. Who's watery pines, grants a plus something resistance to fire. Great. I'm going to get plus something. Nice. Two, four, something like that. Yeah. Or half damage. Yeah. Half, half damage on a save or something. Or half damage without a save. Um, isn't that like normal? Like normally, you hit them with the fireball; they're gonna save for half, right? Right. So I'm saying half. Sometimes you do half damage even without a save, and no damage at all with a save is sometimes what you do. Okay, great. Creeping Jack Trolls. Uh, I'm just going to... Great. So th that gives us all of, our, all of our main areas, Dan. We've got like four minutes left here. Um, I'm just going to come back here. So here's, here's my notes. I got about a page and a half of notes here for the, for the areas, uh, which is great. We've got two interesting treasures. We've got a lot actually to, to stat out still. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of monsters, we, oh, we haven't done wandering monsters yet. Um, and we have to like, want to see how, spec out. how how many wandering monsters we can do in four minutes. Sure, sure, why not? Uh, we ought to have the warriors. We ought to have the goblins idea. I think. Um, ought to have a troll on that list. Kind of things. So I tend to be like I kind. I tend to want the wandering monsters to be like stuff that has areas around here, stuff that yep, has layers yep, yep, around yep. here. So, um, nomads, you said. Do we yep. want them infested or uninfested or undeclared? I think in fifty-fifty. It's up to the dice. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is, uh, say two d six nomads. I'm making up numbers here. Uh, 50% chance they are infested. Great. Uh, trolls, you said? Yeah, the just one troll. Two. One troll. Just one troll, one I would say, yeah. Troll. Is it, is it uh, creeping Jack Infester or no? He's he's fine. Yes, 100%. He's, a, he's fine? He's escaped? He's infested. Like, oh. Uh, what else did you say? Uh, uh, gourd goblins. Yep. We'll figure out what the hell those are later. Uh, maybe there's, I don't know, maybe another two to six of them, something like that. 
3d6. Um, okay, then I, then I, I don't know. Um, uh, giant hogs that are eating the pumpkins. Giant hogs. Um, how about some envoys of the, uh, of the, uh, pumpkin king? Yeah, definitely. Maybe they're, they're out doing exactly what the pumpkin king makes people do, which is spread, spread, spread the, the pumpkin seeds. Great, 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 great. And... Ooh, are the giant hogs escaped from the cloud from the cloud uh, cloud giants uh, farmstead? They are now, yeah, yes, they have now. <laughs> they fell down. They actually they fell off the cloud, squealing the whole way. But they're big enough that they survived. And now they're wandering around, trying to find their way back home. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I need. I'm very, you give me an inch, and I'm about to make the the, the, the pig backstory deeper than anything else in the game. All right. um, we are we are out of time. We need one more thing. So I'm I'm saying we just steal William's suggestion from the chat here and say that there's some dire geese. Brilliant. <laughs> I love that. I love I love I love the geese and the geese and the hogs just running around honking and making a lot of noise. <laughs> this valley is very loud. I am. I, I will say one thing about the dungeon design dash, Dan, is I am uh, never. Uh, I'm always surprised. Always surprised by the result. <laughs> it is what we come up with is never what I expect. No, <laughs> I totally agree. And uh, you know, thanks to uh, Matt Finch's uh, Tome of Adventure design, and thanks to the viewers of Wandering DMs, because that is where most of the surprises come from for me. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely. Uh, it happened That's with the great. title here of Creeping Doom of the Pumpkin King. You want to alter that at all? You know, I still like that. We were thinking of um, uh, what seeds of the of the pumpkin king uh, at one point, um, but I like this. I, yeah. I like I like. You know what? If the adventure has the title "Creeping Doom" in it, I'm all pretty much sold on that. <laughs> I think we're, I think we like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, great. That's great. great. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, viewers, we uh, will get this polished off. I know we're actually behind. Uh, the, the, the the previous dungeon design dash is still in uh, edit mode. Uh, we are actually, we did a pass of that recently, so we're fairly close to having that thing done and up there. Yeah. Um, we'll try and get these pumped out, and uh, the PDF will be delivered free to all patrons of the show and uh, available for uh, sale for uh, other viewers uh, for a dollar at um, DriveThruRPG. So look for it there. Spread the word. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. I think that, that felt like a successful dash. I think that was good. I like that. Yeah. 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 I nice. like that. Nice. It's tight. It's tight. Awesome. Thank you for the compliments in the chat, too, on that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any, any, any final thoughts comments? on the creeping, creeping tool? Yeah. I I, nope. I like that a lot. That was not what I expected. I, I right off the bat when we when we twisted the master villain into a plant, I was like, okay, this is a good day for Dan. <laughs> I like the plants. I like the corrupted trolls. We got the giants in there. 
And uh, my heart uh, leaps at having uh, giant hogs and dire geese. So it, I it definitely kind of want to go live there. Yeah, I, I'll say it, it fulfills what I was hoping for from this adventure, which is this is it feels to me, especially with the trail running straight through it. This feels to me like something you could drop in your campaign when the players are traveling across country from point A to point B, right? You want a, a little something to extend that to be like, oh, yeah, there's interesting stuff between this kingdom and the next. Uh, yeah, maybe they pass through the uh, the valley of the uh, of the creeping doom of the pumpkin king, and that's that's terrifying. Maybe they just want to get the hell out of there, or maybe they want to right the wrongs and heal the land as they make their way onward, yeah. pass through the mountains or whatever. I like that area. And I can one see and this as a shortcut. Could be, I yeah, yeah. I, I I like that either one or six could be used as the entrance here. I, I feel like it actually doesn't matter which direction the players come from. Mm -hmm. I agree. I totally agree. With um, that. Yeah. I can imagine that excellent. as a shortcut. You're doing like a, a really long journey, and then you say, "Now, if you want to, there's this there's this valley pass that you've discovered. You could try to go through. Do you want to do that and shortcut your travel time, or go the <laughs> go the long, long way and have more encounter rolls?" Nice, nice. What a what a <laughs> classic GM trick of like, do you want to <laughs> do you want this seemingly nice, wonderful thing that's Which, going to. Uh, <laughs> launch us into <laughs> many weeks of more content. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Viewers, um, if you, uh, uh, there should be links hopefully in the show notes here of where you can go to get this PDF. Um, or um, if we haven't quite yet published it, yes, definitely leave us some comments if you have additional ideas to chuck in here last minute that we can uh, in the edit pass uh, work in. Let us know. Leave us some comments. Leave us some feedback. But tell us what you would like to see in the next dash. Um, wilderness. This is the first time we've done wilderness. Uh, how's yeah. the level range? Do you want to see a different level band? Do you want to see a different kind of area? Um, do you have a really cool map that you would love to see us use? Uh, drop us a note in the comments, and uh, we'll try to uh, dig into that in the next dash. Those are all. Those would all be great, great uh, seeds for our next uh, <laughs> thing that we grow live, quick uh, with supernatural quickness. And of course, <laughs> now I'm in I'm in pure pun mode. Um, and of course, oh, remember no. if you're new to the show, you can like, follow, and subscribe to us, the Wandering DMs. We are on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and GitHub and TikTok, and we have the handle Wandering DMs on all those sites. So please look for us there. If you prefer to listen to these shows in audio-only podcast format, you can find those podcasts at our website at wanderingdms.com. Also through various podcast carriers, such as iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. If you are listening to this right now on one of those sites, please take a moment to rate and review us on that site. That helps other users of that site find us, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we really do. And of course, huge thanks to our patrons who support the show, give us all kinds of great ideas uh, when we do our design dashes. And if you'd like to join them, please visit patreon.com slash wandering DMs. And you'll see our different tiers, you get discounts on merch, you get access to our private Discord servers, and uh, our regular weekly after party chat that we'll hold in about 10 minutes and continue the conversation. Maybe you have more ideas that we could add to the creeping doom of the Pumpkin King. And uh, it's part of the, probably our favorite part of the week all the time. And we'll be chatting with uh, our viewers live on Discord in about 10 minutes. Um, if, yeah. So, if you're not yeah, sure, if you're not sure if now is the time to join the Patreon, let me tell you that this is the best time because we are now uh, a little behind on two dashes. We're going to release these two dashes. Each one's cost a dollar. That's two dollars. You could spend one dollar, <laughs> join the Patreon, get them both for free. 
what a what a, what a great deal! <laughs> what a great deal! Thank you, thank you, for that, Paul. And uh, don't forget about our upcoming shows. Uh, so I'll be back uh, Thursday night uh, as I uh, try more of this uh, great new game on Steam called Pool Radiance. And you know what? I was working on that last night. I was actually bulking up my party more. Okay, so I've I've, t- I've fine tuned my parties, and, and and this Thursday the kid gloves come off, and on Thursday I'm coming in with a full party of eight, and I'm not taking any prisoners, and I'm going to start to put the I'm going to finally start to put the beat down on Pool of Radiance. So, uh, Paul, I know you've been <laughs> you've been watching those sessions the day after or so. I, I so am. hopefully I I'll am. make you I'm, proud. I'm, I've been episode behind, so I have to I I need to catch up still. <laughs> Uh, but I'm I'm eager to see Dan try and put the hurt down on Pool of Radiance. Um, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get bogged down with wandering monsters. Good luck, Dan. <laughs> pretty sure, pretty sure I'm going to do that this Thursday. And of course, uh, don't forget we'll be back next week. We are live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So please join us again next week. And we've got some interesting ideas for what we're going to do next week. So please join us again next week for another thought-provoking discussion. Well. See.